This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. The Cultural Podcast, Episode 74. Listeners, ciao. Thanks for tuning in. Merry Christmas to you all. Uh, and uh, our holidays are off to a rough start. Yeah, Sam, I'm not very happy with this right now. I'm not happy with the way that we're starting off our holiday season. Christmas is supposed to be a time of happiness, of cheer, and we're sitting in your basement right now, and we are far from that. Two respective losses for both of us. Uh, for Milan, a bad one. A 5-0 loss to Atalanta. Very bad. This morning, very, very bad. Uh, and a cup loss to Lazio again for Juve uh, today in Saudi Arabia. So we got a little eggnog to ease the pain. We gotta, we're got we going to get there. going to get a little tipsy this episode. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll be able to get through it. Drink to forget, drink as to they forget, say. Drink to forget. Oh, that's a good call. Uh, so we'll talk about the uh, Serie A season coming to a pause for the holiday break. We'll talk about what the table looks like. We'll break down some of the results. As always, Ali's not with us, so it's an old school one. Just Nick and I. So stay tuned and enjoy the ride. Let's go. Le donne non mi fido, il corteggiamento è un rito, troppo spesso si finisce, che una donna ti tradisce, e non mi importa se son bionde, non mi importa se son more, a me basta che siano tonde e disposte a far l'amore da bambino, veramente fui cacciato dalla scuola perché la professoressa mi faceva molto gore quando facevo il militare, poi la moglie del tenente mi faceva le moine, di una presa tra la gente, perciò bambina, se sono qui per te stasera, è una fortuna. Andiamo! Let's go, Nick. I'm not gonna sing today. I'm not gonna sing today. It's gonna be. We're, we're both. We're both very sad today. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we? Uh, why don't we just sad boy Sunday? Why don't we just get drunk? Get a little eggnog going. Maybe For some, 45 minutes an hour. I'm down eggnog. Maybe some. What's your take on eggnog? Uh, not a big eggnog guy. The only the only reason I've ever tried eggnog is because I think it was. I I I, I think I heard about it and I thought it sounded cool. Then I tasted it and I never went back. I love eggnog. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do love it. it. Love no, it. no, love it. Only at the okay. Psycho people are the ones who drink eggnog or go out of their way to make eggnog not during the holiday season. You guys are nuts. I don't know what's wrong with you. Those people exist. Yeah, uh, very weird people. Uh, you're I, weird. I can't. I can't get into eggnog. Nah, you're. You've, I love uh, it. I love it. You're. Uh, you, you've. You've gone. You've gone very. You've the gone, rum and the spices and. You've oh. gone. You've gone kind of days. It's good, haven't you? Only. Only for a week. Only for a week of the year. No, I'm a. I'm a. I'm a hard liquor guy during the holidays. Uh, anyway, listen. At this point, uh, listen, if, eggnog, Pardo. If, if eggnog. If eggnog is the only thing. Hey, if eggnog is the only thing that you have available here, I'll, I'll take it because uh, it was a bad day. Uh, listeners, welcome to episode number seventy-four of the Cultural Podcast. Well, I, I guess. I guess. It being a bad day is dependent on your perspective. I mean, if you're a, if you're a Lazio fan or if you're an Atalanta fan, then it's then it's a then it's a great day. I, I mean, we, we we could just we could just probably tee up some some Christmas trap. Maybe it's a little interlude here. Uh, we'll, we'll, how, how how about that? Maybe just forty five minutes. Get our, get our spirits up. Just blast a trap mix for forty five minutes straight of Christmas music. Let's hear it. Yeah, bro, bro. Forty five minutes. Forty five minutes of a, a Christmas trap would be a, a lot down. better. I'm down. I'd rather listen to that. Okay, forty five so minutes and talk about talk about the results who's, today. Whose whose shitty day are we gonna start with first? This is, this is a tough one. Uh, so so Nick Gentiletti, by the way, uh, that's that's the voice of Nick Gentiletti, Samadamo. Uh, did I already say welcome to episode number seventy four? Welcome to episode welcome to episode number seventy four of the Cultural Podcast. If I didn't already welcome you uh, at Cultural Podcast on on Twitter and on on Instagram. I, I sound like I sound like I'm drunk already. I mean, it's it's the uh, it's the uh, you're getting into the spirit already. It's the eggnog. Give me give me a little more eggnog, buddy. Self drunk. You're pour, just you're just pour, make you're turning yourself drunk. That's how some, that's how sad you are today. <laughs> but uh, who's who's shitty? There we starting with first here. Little eggnog. There we go. Down the down the pipe. Uh, well, why don't we start off with Milan? Uh, because we're going because chronological was, was, order. Yeah, we'll go in chronological order here. I mean, uh, so so we're, ah. record, we're recording this on Sunday, December twenty second. By the way, Merry Christmas uh, to, to all our listeners. If we haven't, uh, if we haven't, if we haven't, uh, if we haven't kind of made that clear, this is our last episode before uh, before Christmas, before the holidays start. We'll try to get you one during the holidays. Maybe review the year that was. But uh, uh, last, both game our clubs week, making it very hard to get into the festive spirit. Did you know we watched the last Serie A game of the decade? Ooh, fun fact. That's true. Yeah. Are you gonna are you gonna be one of those guys Damn. that uh, on like December thirty first that makes the see you next year jokes or like I haven't showered since next I haven't, I haven't showered since last year when you're seeing your family on don't, January first. Don't be that morning? guy. Don't be are that you guy. that guy? I'm asking. No, no I'm not that guy. Don't you have anyone guy. in your that's family that's that guy? I I I used to say that when I was like twelve years old. You know, I, I used to think I was clever. I'd be like, oh yeah, you know, no one's some, gonna, some no one's gonna realize one. 
some, nah, no, some no. guys still do. Don't be that guy. It's a pro tip. Okay, so my bad day started at uh, 6.30 a.m. this morning. So I'll, I'll admit, actually, I was fully, I promise you, swear to God, I was fully planning on getting up for this game at 6.30 a.m. Milan East, Atalanta. Eastern, Eastern Standard Eastern Time. Eastern Standard yes. Time. Uh, but I had a bit of a late night, so I was like, "Fuck it!" I'll, I'll, I literally waited to make Auto. sure. I waited to make sure that uh, the, the zone stream was not even like available anymore, so I like don't click into it by accident and see the final score or something. Mm-hmm. So I waited for it to be uh, to stop showing, and I, I I watched it on replay. You pulled a Sam. Yeah, except uh, not three days later. I, I pulled the Sam a couple hours later. I, relax. If you're referring to the last game a few week, from a few weeks ago, that was, that, was, that was the next day. And I paid the price for it because I got to see us lose uh, the, the, first, the first of two Lazio losses in the past, in the past two weeks. Feels like a feels like a feels like a bad Christmas your world movie. Your world is falling down. It's like, a, it's like that, what's that Scrooge movie where uh, is, it, is it a Scrooge movie or is it uh, where, where the, the, guy, the guy has all the, all, the, all the girlfriends of Christmas past and he just keeps reliving yeah, the same shit over and over again? I know, I know Scrooge, but uh, I only know like the, the Donald know, Duck version. I don't know, Scrooge, Duck, <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. But uh, yeah, so... Atalanta 5, Milan 0. Yeah. Uh, well, Ming. So um, I, I actually, I wanted to you up for something here. Okay? Let, me, let me just disclaimer. I'm very happy that I did not wake up at 6.30 to watch this game because my you, whole you day... You still suffered through it. You just still uh, suffered. I know. I actually, I turned it off at, I turned it off at, uh, at 3-0. I couldn't take it anymore. Not a real fan. It was no, 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 no. I couldn't take it anymore. So I have a question for you, Nick. Um, we've been hearing a lot the past couple of weeks that uh, Pioli's system is 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 seeping in. His ideas. The team is absorbing like a sponge. It's, uh, the team around him, the squad is absorbing his philosophy. Uh, Not today. No, no result. No results. Right. Results weren't quite coming yet. Well, you no, know. So he was. He was the, literally the, the perfectly. Play, the play was good. He was perfectly five hundred coming in today. He, he has coached nine games. Is that good enough? No, no. no I'm just saying. Enough? I'm just saying. Like, three wins, three okay. draws, three losses. Okay. okay. So, so and just keep in mind. Three. So, two. I think the the losses came to uh, like Roma, I believe. Uh, I think I think against Juventus too. He was the coach. Was he not? Uh, I was just, against I was just one of the first game. Anyway, I just, I just wanted to ask. So where is this philosophy now? Is it still seeping in, or what's what's going on? Was was today uh, today today was his philosophy on display, or or what? Is is this is this what we could expect more of now? Today his philosophy was balsamic vinegar, and the players were olive oil. How about that? Oh, they don't they weren't mixing today. Nice, they, nice little, nice little drops of one in the other, but you know, but they not, were not, not mixing not today. A, not a nice mixture. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, you know, confident in saying from minute one to minute ninety. Even though I, I, I after I finished raging, I finished watching like the last thirty minutes like when I was calmed down, like an hour and a half later. But uh, from for, minute one, for technical to mi- reasons, <laughs> just to punish yourself a little further. Yeah, from minute one to minute ninety, Milan got absolutely. Dominated, like why, why, dominated. Why would, do, why would you rewatch it, bro? Like yeah, I, I get, I do to, that too. I needed to because I want. I needed to bro, see the first, last two. Go- I needed to see the last two for goals clo- for closure. I, I don't know, bro. It's Christmas, man. You got to put yourself in the festive spirit. Don't don't be a sadist. Don't uh, don't do that shit to yourself. Well, lucky, it's not worth it. Lucky it's not worth for it. us, this was the last game until after uh, after the holidays, so we're we're chilling on that front. But it's, it's been a rough decade for Milan overall. Yeah. Well, overall, beginning of the decade started was, off on was, a, was on a positive note, and uh, it all it all went downhill from there. But look, man. It was tough, tough to watch. It was really, really tough to watch. I think toughest game to watch this year, even with the Giampaolo games that were in the first seven, eight weeks, this was probably, for me, the toughest one to watch because nothing was working. Just unforced errors, like bonehead mistakes, just counters were flying like it was nothing. And, and Milan, for their struggles have not conceded like that many goals this year like they've, they've actually the defense was the only thing that we could kind of hang our hat on you know with uh with romagnoli and donnarumma you know pulling some great saves out of his ass and conti in the last week uh, last month rather uh looking good today he looked terrible but um yeah man really really tough to watch and a part of me you know like the the, the one side of my brain that wants to be smart wants to say when you look at a team if if you if you remove the name Milan and the badge Milan from the squad and just said the youngest team in the league had a game against one of the you know better teams in the league where nothing was working and you know it was evident that five leadership was like no 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 just listen that's what I'm saying one part of my brain wants to say fuck like a young team like this like shitty stuff is gonna happen and it's gonna take a while for the I know we joke Pioli's ideas whatever it's gonna take a while for things to. To, you know, come to, to seep to the top, to, to come the, to fruition. And the other part of your brain. But then the other part of my brain, which is the emotional side and almost the side that, that demands that this badge and this this name of, on the, cl- the on the shirt 
demands, you know, that 5-0 is not acceptable. And I believe uh, today was only the fifth time in the club's history. You know, shout out, last week was the 120th uh, birthday of Milan. Today was the fifth time in the club's history that they've lost by a five-goal margin. So we're just setting records on all sorts of fronts. I believe we set another record for... We set a record for least amount of points or most amount of losses when we reached six losses, I believe, in like the first 10 games or whatever it was. So we're just setting records on it for all the wrong reasons. But today was really, really frustrating. And, um, you know, I don't I don't really know. I don't I this I think this is kind of a bad time to go into the holiday break off of a loss like this, because now there's going to be weeks of overthinking. I don't know. Maybe it could go both ways, too. Maybe it's a good time because they'll, they'll buckle up and they'll, they'll they'll come back refreshed. I don't know. But it's uh, no it, no games until the fifth of January. Yeah, uh, it was just in time for La Befana. But I, I'd like to propose something. I'd like to propose really tough to watch. I'd like to propose. I'm going to put on my Alex Jones cap for a sec. I'm going to propose an inside job because Frank Cassie after the game, like Papu Gomez's post on Instagram, as you he pointed did. out to me, as I was cutting your hair before, and Twitter was outraged. And uh, apparently, Andrea Conti. I didn't watch this game. Full disclosure, it was way too early for me. I was out a little late last night too. You didn't miss much. Uh, uh, well, I, I I missed a lot. Not well. I missed, sorry, I, mean, sorry, I, mean, sorry, I missed. I missed, I missed five goals. I missed five goals. You didn't. You didn't I miss. Much I missed a great game. I missed, I missed an attack. I missed an attacking, an attacking clinic, if nothing else. But uh, no, I mean, apparently Papu Gomez made them uh, made Andrea Conti's bitch. That's two weeks in a row that he's had a rough game. Yeah, he slid, but, uh, he slid it right through his legs. It's, maybe it's. It's. I mean, it's. It's. It's a rough look uh, just because it's against his former club. And Frank Cassie, of course, used to play for Atalanta, so maybe a little inside job going so, on so there. Cassie, Caldara on the bench, and Conti. Yeah, so. Um, tough man just and bonaventura actually too but uh yeah man i don't know i don't know what the hell is gonna go down now we're approaching the january transfer window it doesn't look like ibrahimovic is gonna come anymore and i don't know if that's well, a good or would bad that even thing. do anything i don't, I don't uh, yeah but it's, it's probably a good thing probably I, like, good I, i'm all for i'm all for the the youth 100 percent. like i said we are the youngest squad the in amount the that ibra was asking bro didn't didn't make sense He's not going to change. Well, I, so actually, what if if you believe what reports are saying, he's actually starting to doubt himself and his ability to contribute, which is you know a little plot twist considering how much shit he talks. But. Maldini is also well. I mean, you, you know, maybe it's a marketing thing on his part, right? His agent probably t- his agent's Minoraiola. I don't know. His management probably I don't know. tells him just to apparently not it's, to hold it's up. apparently it's Milan or retire. That's that's what it seems like right now. Really? Yeah. Well, because so. Paolo Maldini is saying he's a little bit concerned. He's a little bit concerned that he hasn't played since the end of November, from what I heard. That too. So you know, it's 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 now or never, right? Going into the break, like maybe maybe he could be like a January signing, and that's it. I right? think I, I think I, I I romanticized. If it really it. is Milan to retire, then just just just. Just, just lace up, man. Like, what are you going to retire on principle because you you think you're worth X and I don't you're know. demanding you're demanding X, but you're getting Y? I mean, just just that point, lace up and maybe maybe he doesn't maybe he maybe he's concerned. He does and he doesn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe it will just be a bad I don't end know to his career. I, I don't maybe know. He I want that. But I I romanticized it for a couple of weeks when I first saw it, and now that like I'm able to take a step back and and take like an objective outlook to it, I actually don't really think it would it wouldn't be a great signing. But yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens going to the January transfer window. You had you had Boban uh, was coming out today saying that it's gonna take time and you know whatever. It's uh, it's just when things look like you know step forward it's like three steps back and you know like not well, to this we're not but like atalanta is a very good team and and if 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 we are to believe that like we say they're like a good we, team but they've also lost a lot of games this year in city either they maybe could have they've won. lost like, four like they've lost four games a lot well it, it feels it feels like they've had a lot of res- a lot it feels like they've had a few results anywhere where they may have been expected to win as kind of a top source as it's kind of a top four side would be and they haven't. You burping over here. It's all the straight eggnog. into the mic. The eggnog, bro. But yeah, man. But uh, it's but just it's tough. It's, I don't know, bro. Just take a sip of your eggnog and just relax, and that's it. I'll, I will. But I'm just whatever. To close it all, it's re- it's really tough watching a game, especially going to this holiday season. A very personal uh, take, I guess. To when you can't take a single positive out of a game. You know, Donnarumma actually went to the ultras and was crying. So you know, uh, tough, tough times, tough times. I mean, he's 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 still just a baby after all, right? So. Um, a baby with a big beard, big beard for a baby. I've come around on that guy so much, man. Like I remember when we when we first started this podcast, and there was the the, Bro, the, the you know remember the dollars. Donnarumma was just Dollarumma, Dollarumma. Remember that? Up and down, up and down. And now so he, he seems to look a roller coaster of a ride has been in Milan for and, him so far. The and past now he seems four years. He seems to be the guy that actually cares the most about the badge. So it's 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 crazy how things change, man. It's it's crazy. That or Minoraiola has paid for acting lessons for him, which wouldn't be the most. 
Wouldn't be the most thing outlandish in the world. thing, yeah. Before we uh, before we veer off to you and talk about the Supercopa, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, to our sponsor for the episode, Delhi La Trattoria, who are in Kirkland on Chemin Saint Marie. Uh, if you're local in Montreal, I know we have a lot of listeners in Montreal. Um, check, check them out. I used to funny story. I actually worked there. It was my first ever job, and I was 16 years old. Uh, shout out to Rico. I went there today to uh, to to go for lunch, and uh, and uh, he 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 bought me lunch. He goes, listen, bro, uh, just just give us a little shout out on the pod today, and. Uh, and uh, here, I'll, I'll, I'll pay for your lunch. So so I did. Unfortunately, Nick Gianaletti wasn't with me. I had a nice couple of chicken cutlet sandwiches. But uh, I could vouch I could vouch for them. I probably have one a weekend. He, probably, on average, so one a weekend. It made, made me feel less bad about the fact that he gave me one to bring to, quote-unquote, your friend. Because he listens to the pod. He goes, send this to Nick. So I go, yeah, yeah, sure, no problem, bro. I'll, I'll, send, it, I'll send it over to Nick. I actually, I had one. Scoffed it. Scoffed it in the restaurant. I had Schoffed one in it. my house yesterday. Just I never, didn't I never got the chance yeah, to eat so, it. Yeah, so, okay. So I, I thought you'd actually be a little more upset that I didn't, that I didn't bring it to no, you. Okay. No. Yeah, well, anyway, yeah. Well, so, I am. I am, but shout I'm, shout out to Rico. I'm disappointed. I'm not upset. Shout out to How Rico. Shout out to Rico. Yeah. Can, you get, can you get me their address, maybe? Can you just pump them real quick? But, uh, yeah, I know. Um, first ever job. Unre- so, yeah, great uh, great staff, great clientele. Shout out to Trattoria in uh, Kirkland in Fantastic Quebec. Fantastic sandwiches. So just give, shoot, us the, shoot us the address real quick. It's been a little while. I have forgotten. 19787 St. Marie Road in Kirkland, Quebec. Check them out. De Lila Trattoria. Okay, let's get this out of the way. Let's talk about the Supercopa. It feels like we're kind of in a... It really does feel like we're kind of in a Groundhog Day um, cycle here, where where we are or Juve fans, where we all collectively as cultural fans are, where Lazio play Juve in the Supercoppa every year and beat them. Uh, more, more broadly, you could probably say that we're in a we're in a Groundhog Day cycle where Lazio just beat Juve. Period. It's what it feels like the last two weeks, as I was alluding to before. But I realized it's not the first time that we played them in the Supercoppa. It's not the first time that we lost to them in the Supercoppa. First of all, I just want to say uh, game was taking place and. Game was taking place in Riyadh, in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Um, terrific place. Uh, it looks like a great place. I'd like to live there one day. I'd uh, love to raise my kids I there. I just, just wanted to say, yeah, I'd love to bring my wife there and uh, my, my eventual wife in there one day. And uh, and, uh, and all my female family members. And uh, and I'm not just saying that because I'm afraid of what will happen if uh, if I if I say otherwise. So, yeah, Saudi Arabia, great place to live. Uh, Sheikh or King, uh, whatever your name is in Saudi Arabia, uh, I, I, I'm... I'm bowing down to you, and uh, I, I'm showing you a lot of reverence. Um, very very well-hosted game. So this was a game attended by uh, zero Lazio fans, uh, zero Juve fans, and 60,000 Cristiano Ronaldo fans. Um, unfortunately, they didn't Fact-checking, get, fact-checking, they didn't get to, fact-checking. Yeah, you're right. Was it actually 60,000? No, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you ruined okay. the, you ruined oh, the joke. Okay. Yeah. By the way, yeah. Well, I mean, Alavan Pebble isn't here. We should probably mention that. So, uh, we'll if you walk. haven't noticed that by now, <laughs> <If you haven't, laughs> Al a little quiet. Al has been having quite a little bit of eggnog. Uh, the the the, fir- the first twenty minutes of this pod. Yeah. It's like he's, he's drinking himself away as uh, Fiorentina <laughs> just finished sacking Montella this weekend. Shocker. Okay. Yeah, he's my Thrones of the Week. Actually, we can Shocker. Get, we, we can be off for a second and say Thrones of the Week for me, uh, Vincenzo Montella, who got sacked by Fiorentina. Uh, not a great record, yeah, Frankie. It, sorry, sorry to veer off. I here. mean, I mean, just. just since you brought it up, oh my well, god! Uh, so I have a question for you: Like, is he getting? When's he get? When and it, for no is and when is he gonna get another job in the in the league? He'll get a job because because it'll be, it'll he'll get offered a job. It's just a question of whether or not he'll accept it. Because I think the type of job now that he's gonna get offered is definitely below where he's gonna value himself. But he has to probably take a step back. But you look in the mirror and say, okay. Uh, your value is what to, people are willing to offer you f- for, right? As a, as a, like that's what your value is. Yeah. He's not going to get yeah, anything. You know, that he, also, you know, know know your know yourself, know your know your worth, as uh, as Drake would say, right? Know yourself, know your worth. <clears throat> uh, so so, I, I don't know. Maybe he'll hold out. I mean, fuck. Uh, we, we, hold we, out we've for seen, what? But like, what is he going to get? There's only there's a finite amount of there's a finite amount of, of managers that that are perceived to be of a certain quality. It's it's like it's like the NHL. It's like the NFL. It's like but the, like it's why like the is Premier he, League? But why why is he perceived as? It's because back because in, he's managed a couple of big clubs. No, it's because back in 2012 when he started to manage Fiorentina, I believe he probably had one or two good seasons, and that's it. He, what he's just he's did living he ever man, did he manage Fiorentina yeah thought, he, he managed Fiorentina for, he managed Fiorentina remember, for three years I remember when he was at Roma he went to, no he went to no he so he, at he, Roma it was like an inter it was a caretaker role but he, he managed Fiorentina for three years before going to Samp and then he went to Milan so like I don't know like I don't know what this I don't know what like who's co- he's riding off of his coat his own coattails he's also a really good player so maybe that kind of maybe that kind of adds to his 
to his mystique a little bit. I don't know. He's just like he's hailed as like a well. I mean, I wouldn't say hailed maybe, but like he's known well, I, as like a you know whatever. I, I mean, like, I mean the, the based on based on how people tactician. are talking about him now, Ooh, the, the jig is pretty much up. I the think. Tactician. I don't know if anyone's hailing. He wears his sweater vests on the sideline. Sweater vest definitely does add to a little yeah. bit of does add an aura an aura of legitimacy. To be fair, to be fair, he. Uh, Okay, yeah, so 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 you're right. I'm checking here. He was only a Roma. He was only a Roma manager, like as an interim. Yeah, it was many, a caretaker many role. years caretaker ago. Role. I, I still, I still just, I still, I still associate him with that probably because he was a great player for Roma for so long. That he but, was. Uh, can't can't uh, I mean, look, fault uh, him for that. I don't know, man. I I don't know. I don't know who his next job is going to be. He may have to drop back down to like the lower echelons of Serie A. Maybe like Udinese type of thing or a hundred percent. I'm not Gen- arguing Genoa. Genoa. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you're giving a hot take by saying say, that. Saying that right. I'm actually calling that right now. His next managership, his next manager job, it's gonna be a Genoa yeah. because of course Thiago Motta got the can this week. What the fuck is wrong with that? What's wrong with that job, man? What's wrong with that city? What's wrong with that state? It's something. Something's up over there. We have we have we have uh, we have Sampdoria who have that crazy that crazy guy. What's his name? Uh, the guy who looks like Richard Branson. Um, uh, Ferrara. Ferra- no. Yeah. Ferra- not Ferrara. It's Ferrara. No. Yeah. Ferrero. No. Ferrero. Massimo yeah. Ferrero. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Him. He's a, he's a he's a wacko. But to be fair, he actually. He actually, but what? I, he's he's a wacko until or unless uh, Sampdoria ever offered me a job. Of course, then uh, then then he's a genius. Just want to say that on the record. We, we, he's a know, visionary. Yeah, he's a visionary. I got to cover all bases here because you never know, right? What can get thrown in your face uh, down the line? But um, look, he, but wait, he, why why are you bringing him up? Well, because he he coaches in Genoa. He coaches. He he owns a team in Genova. Uh, yeah. Not the know, one that sacked Motta, though. I'm aware, but it's like it's like maybe there's something in the water on one side. On one side of the Marassi got. You got a manager job, a manager job that can't be held down by anyone. Then on the other side, you got this crazy, this crazy owner who comes out and says wild shit in the media. I mean, granted, they they they've actually kept managers a little bit longer, I think, in recent years, but it's not really done them much good, has it? I mean, this year it's been a terrible season for Sampdoria. It's been a terrible season for both clubs, actually. Um, we, we didn't even talk about the derby last week, which 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 wasn't. wasn't it was terrible. Wasn't that event. It was terrible. <laughs> but, but but I mean, but I mean, it was shit. But I, but I mean, Mota Mota came in. Is it the third manager of the season? I think so far. Uh, I think they're on number three. I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure. Uh, Top Gun didn't start the season. Top Gun. I'll I'll, uh, I'll, I'll check that as our stop. There, there was there right was uh, there was uh, who was it that, that kept unbuttoning all his shirt, unbuttoning every single uh, Andrea button. Zoli. It was Andrea Zoli. Yeah, it was it was started off as Top Gun, Ballardini. Ah, Andrea Zoli no, came Andrei, in. No, Andrea Zoli started. Andrea Zoli started. So hard to keep season. track of he right started, now. That that's Fuck. the problem. Right? That's like at this point. Yeah. So Andrei, how many so, are they gonna get so, to by the end of the year? So Four, Prandelli, five. Prandelli finished out the year last year. Uh, I don't know if he got sacked or they left on mutual terms. Then Andrea Zoli started the year. I forgot about Prandelli last year. That was a very unmemorable yeah. term. Uh, Andrea Zoli started the year this year, gets sacked. Okay. Motta started so the year, on got sacked. They're going to be on a number they're three. They're going to be point, on number three. Yeah. Point yeah. So, so no, uh, no Panettone for, uh, for Motta. Maybe you should have pulled out. Maybe a still one. Maybe a still one. Maybe you should have pulled out the uh, the 171. Uh, 272. Was it a 272? Yes, sir. 272. Know your tactics, bro. Bro, anytime you th- anytime anytime you throw anything more than five midfielders into a formation, in my mind, I I just I, I go off, I go off, my brain shuts down. So two seven two one does eight, not one compute na- does not compute one nine zero, bro. I I don't I have no idea. Nine zero. I mean that's 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 that's, that's what's the next. thing that throws me off about the two seven two is the fact that uh, it, it it includes the goalies. So now we're counting eleven players in a yeah, formation. That, 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 that would, we, I think we already debunked that. Yeah, almost we're, two, we're we're we that. We debunked that a year and a half I'm ago. That was that. that was bullshit. I'm done with uh, that. You know maybe he should have pulled out some some he put a, he should have pulled all the stops. He should have pulled out some crazy formation that way. People would have said you know he lost, but. He's a visionary. At least he went for it. At least he's trying something. I remember in his first game when all three of his substitutes scored scored goals and people were like, oh. Set the bar too high. He set the bar too high. No, set the bar too high. Two hours later. He shouldn't have done that. He should have put on. Two hours later. He should have gone. He should have. He should have. He should have kept like Sturado on, never taken him off. He should have left. Played Pan- him at striker. Yeah, put Pandev as a center back. He should. He should have just. He should have. He should have done something that would have gone catastrophically wrong because you have a little bit of good grace for at least like a game or two. Uh, you never know at a club like that. That, that, that has a very trigger happy uh, manage, management up, up top, but uh, I, I think I think probably he could have he could have done something a little bit worse early on, and then the expectations wouldn't have been so and high. Just just a little personal observation before we'll we'll veer back to the the Super Cup where we're going oh, off the rails. Fuck, I, th- I thought I successfully switched over topics. But um, oh, whatever, we'll we'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, okay. But okay. Uh, for Genoa, if you if you go, I don't know if we've ever spoken about it in the past few weeks or months or whatnot. But if you go and look at uh, some of like the recruitment that they've done and the players that they've developed, it's actually quite impressive. 
you know some of the players that they found on the low and and, uh, and Perin, El Sharawi, Mandragora. So you could go through a whole list. just could, off the top of my head. So I find Kwame Kwame right now who's injured unfortunately, yes, and that's yes, that's also why they're they're suffering pretty heavily. But I, I find it interesting how you can have one part of the organization that's so good at finding this talent and whether it be scouting or just, I don't know, having good contacts within the game. Well, it's like Milan in uh, business and football operations. On the business side, I think they've done pretty well. And but the no, but that's, not even but that's not even business. No, no but so I mean in terms of marketing and stuff. Like, like, no, you that's sorry, pretty that, well no, club. But that's not what I'm getting at. I'm just that's talking about in general. There are many facets of a club that can go yeah, well but, and, and, but, so and, not, and, not, and otherwise. What right? I'm getting it's, at is that... It's, but, multi, it's a very multifaceted organization. I know, football but here, club let me finish. That's not. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying... Uh, like you, 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 you don't have any stability. You, you, after two months of a manager, you think it's okay to just sack him, or which, like, you know, just the average joke could probably be like, "Wow, that's not the way to run a club. That's kind of ridiculous." But on the other side, like, you're so good at, at, you know, finding players and finding talent and evaluating talent and buying. It's crazy how, like, on one end, they look like such a well-run organization on that aspect of like player recruitment and scouting and, and development and doing good business. And then on the other side, they can't keep a manager for more than two months. It's freaking December 22nd, and they're going to be on their third manager. I want to make a bold take that they'll have four managers by the end of the uh, year. Four or five, bro. They're going to hire someone. Ballardini's coming back. They'll, right? hire, they'll hire Ballardini for two months. They'll sack him, and then they'll bring back Mota for, bro, the, we, for the end bro, of the season. We, we, we were talking about this a couple weeks ago when Corini came back in after Grosso got fired after a month. We were saying about Corini, like, does he have any pride? Like, well, what the fuck do you do in that one month? Why would you come back to a job that you've previously occupied in recent times? Because like, you got nothing else. But, but well, it's also because it's been such a short. It's been a, such a short. It's been such a that short you, you window that that you didn't there's hear. not even time for for another for another for another job to be vacant that would be of interest to him, right? But you didn't hear. Real so, Madrid was going to get rid of Zidane, and they wanted another bald legend. They wanted Corini on the bench. You didn't hear that in that last month. Okay, but but but, but seriously. Corini, when he came back in, we were saying, like, what kind of fucking level of pride does he have to have to accept this job again? I mean, likewise, Ballardini, bro, two or three times? What are you doing coming back? And <laughs> you know it's going to end. When like, he, he literally doesn't have to take another bro, job. It's, he's kind of like the revolving general matter. He's you, think never he's still, you think he's still getting paid from his last <laughs> the last time he was there? Well, I don't know how they structure the contracts. Maybe they structure Honestly, them. Honestly, so if General were smart, they would they would have these outs in their like, contracts. Like, like you, really, you really think they're paying them three-and-a-half-year year deals like, uh, like Arsenal just took on Mikel Arte? I hope not. They can't be doing that. That's some pretty bad business. If everything that they're making on buying and selling players, buying players on the loan, selling literally, them high, they're losing on on, on compensating managers who get fired. Literally, and and, and Sturado, I forgot about Sturado. Sturado is another really good player that they developed, and uh, well, they didn't develop. Well, they didn't really, develop really, I think I think they did. No, they did. They developed him. They sent him out. Oh, really? And, and they, they bought him. him back. But except they bought him back, which is so is so fucking yeah. stupid yeah. and circular. But very good player, yeah. But uh, well, you know, in, term, in terms of. Hey, Antonio Conte turned Sturado into a national team player. So, uh, if nothing, if nothing else, he he, he was turned water into wine. So, so look, uh, fuck, I forgot about that, bro. Thiago Mota was uh, was at the Euro in 2016. Number with 10 Sturado, with Sturado. Number ten, and he coached him. And he coached him. Number ten. Was he wearing number ten at he the was, 2016 he was, Euro? Yeah. That is, that that's a fucking. I know. We've already gone over that. It's a capital bro. offense. But bro, how, how nuts is how nuts is that? You 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 would think that you think that you think that Mota probably would have given. I think maybe he would have gotten a little more out of Sturado just on the basis of the fact that they were both like kind of underdogs playing for that team. Hey, I I don't know, whatever. Look, um, Supercopa. Well, why don't we be back uh, for 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 a second here? We don't have to talk for too. We don't have to talk about it too long because if you want, uh, if you want to know exactly what happened, just literally rewind uh, two pods ago to episode seventy-two, I think, and hey, listen replay. listen to my take on Juve and the game against Lazio, and you'll you'll get a very similar. Uh, you'll get a very similarly relevant take. I mean, I mean, what is it? Was it a three-one game? I think yeah, the last I was time we say, lost what to makes them, it what makes it sting even more. Late. I was gonna say what makes it sting even more is the fact that it's the exact same scoreline. Uh, I mean, and, and someone getting someone getting a red card in the second half. I mean, same thing, same same. Literally thing. the exact same thing. Uh, the only I, thing would have, that would have made it worse was if Caicedo scored the third goal and you ripped uh, bro, off his shirt oh, and started running see, right I, down the touchline. If line. I have to see Caicedo's torso again i'm gonna i'm gonna lose my mind i and he actually had he actually he actually was kind of on a semi break at the end when bentancur got that red card or he he didn't have the ball but he, he was involved in the play where he could have maybe gotten a pass i think in on 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 um on through goal and i already had visions of him scoring a late goal and any anyway uh so bentancur gets a red card second yellow 
Danilo Cataldi comes up in the 94th minute, takes a takes a free kick. That was, that was That was unreal. He channeled his inner back. I, I, I don't know how. I don't I think he's ever going to score one like that again. That was unreal. He's actually Cataldi's actually. I think he's actually scored another couple of nice free kicks like that. He's good for one of those every every year or so. It's, it's a nice little youth player for Lazio. Yeah, too. yeah. Well, he yeah he was out on loan for a while. Yeah, uh, and then back, back he comes. But he's kind of another guy that never really broke into the. Broke into the national team setup, which, uh, which how old is he now? Like twenty four? Twenty four? Yeah, twenty five. Ah, uh, he's still got some Tw- time. Twenty four. I think he's ninety five, so he'd be twenty four. Maybe he's a late bloomer. Uh, but twenty five uh, years old. Okay. Well, anyway, look, I, I, I don't really know much, what, what more there is to say about this, bro. Like, just, just Dybala got a goal, which was great for us. He's been playing pretty well lately. Uh, what, what's the Gazzetta calling it now? The Ronaldo Higuain Dybala trident up top. Oh they call my it god, the, I don't remember tree, what it was. Tree, tree Guinaldo. No, 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 no shorter the, the, than the, that. The Guinaldo. The Guinaldo. I think is what they called it. Some sh- some shit like that. Um, yeah, wasn't didn't have the effect that it uh, didn't have the effect that it that it had in recent weeks. Funnily enough, um, so so against Lazio we played like shit. Whatever the fuck were what is it called? The Guin Guinaldo the Guinaldo played a couple of games, did pretty well. And back they came against Lazio, and it all fell to shit again. It's like Lazio are just the kryptonite, like you've always said. Um, two losses this year, both to the same club, both by the same scoreline. I mean, what the fuck more is there to say? I'm just fed up with that club and fed up with that fan base, and I hope we never have to play them again. Diguardo sounds like Diguardo I mean, sounds like the next uh, youth startlet that's going to come out of like a Colombia Nacional team for like thirty mil. Or maybe I thought you were going to say some 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 new character out of the latest Star Wars movie. Hey, Di, Di, <laughs> that, that too, that's Di, 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 good. That's good actually. Uh, listen, I, I don't know, bro. What the fuck more do you want? Like, you, like these guys, these guys, these guys ate you for lunch a couple of weeks ago, and you have a chance to win a trophy off of them. And you and you put in a shit performance like that, like what the fuck, man? But uh, bro, Ronaldo scored a crazy header against Sampdoria. Oh. Listen, in the league, we're still sitting pretty. Everyone, everyone, was, buzzing, everyone was buzzing about was, that. Yeah, hey, hey, that was a nice. It was, goal. it was, oh, it, it was. That was, that was, that was a, that was a, ju- that was the hang time on that was was unreal, bro. In that, in that, that winning goal against Sampa in midweek, which, which uh, was played because we weren't playing. This weekend, uh, this week, this weekend because of the Supercopa. So currently, as we're heading into the, when we talk about, when we talk about the table a little bit here, because so, so whatever, Supercopa lost, opportunity to win a trophy lost. Maurizio Sarri barely wins trophies, right? That's the, that's that's the that's kind of the the popular the popular take on him, and uh, and so it continues. I don't know what there, I don't know what else there is to say, bro. Look, it's, a stupid, uh, it's a stupid trophy, but it's still a trophy. Yeah, it is stupid. Yeah, I mean, they, they they lost the game. They tried to win and they failed. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's 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 not it's not good. Listen, I don't have much to offer about Look, this silver game. lining. I'm just, I'm just silver really, I'm lining. Just really I'm just really pissed off, and I well, I want to think about Christmas and other shit, and let's talk about other. Silver games. lining so. is the fact that it did not happen in the league. Yeah, it's shitty. You know, they did they didn't field out they didn't field a B team. They didn't field a weak team. They literally fielded a team that they would normally field in a, any other game. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. we should also note that is, it, is it Demiral? Is it Demiral? I want to talk about Demiral. Is it his third? I want to talk about. I think it is. His, his, I think it's his third game in a row of starting. So yeah. he's definitely started a lot more recently than. In the start of the season, I gotta say, but here, Sam, just I've, more I've of the story. By, I've been impressed by this. Settle guy, down, though. just calm down. It didn't happen in the league. You could relax. It's a stupid trophy. Demi Doesn't Dal, matter. Demi Dal, Demi Dal. There are no stupid trophies. Hang on, that's a loser mentality. It's a loser mentality. Stupid trophy. Winning, just chill. winning, winning is. All, it was only thing. nice when Milan beat Juve in 2016 when Donnarumma saved Dybala's penalty, then and then it mattered so much. No, winning is not the most important thing. It's the only thing. It's a fucking shit result. Unless you play Lazio, yeah. Um, but bro, Demi Dal, bro, I, I. Hot take. I think they're only starting him now so that they can sell him in January. Ever since the guy signed, but, but it feels they, they, like the day they after they, they signed, they said they don't want to get rid of him. I mean, I don't know why they would. The guy's really solid. I yeah. like. I've liked everything I've seen about him. But to be honest, I I saw very little of him until the summer. I didn't see that much of him at Sassuolo last year. Because who the fuck watches Sassuolo unless you live Me. in Italy, Romagna? Me. Okay. Hashtag Boga. Hashtag, hashtag Traore. Traore. Two we, goals we in two games. Anyway, but yeah, bro. Demiral. It's, it's like the second. The second we got him, he was rumored to be going away. Literally, I think <laughs> it was three weeks. Bro. It was three weeks later. He was bro, linked to bro, Milan. The next day, he was linked to Milan. He was linked to Man United. He was linked to Arsenal. He still is. So I, I don't know. But I mean, he, he's, imp- he's impressed me. Uh, if, we're, if we're thinking like a director, anyways, let's. let's you gotta keep him in the lake yeah, for the long yeah, term. Yeah, you like, have to. Like, uh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, come on. Like but, uh, as emotional as you, you may be toward Chiellini, as you should, as as most Juve fans should. I ignore. Listen, after the, we're talking guys that are like 14 years younger. Let's say he's gone, right? let's say, let's say he's gone after the summer. You're going to have a, a, a three-center-back rotation of Bonucci, Demiral, and and, uh, and De Ligt. Let's say I don't know why Chiellini would leave in the say, summer. Uh, but, but Let's sh- just sure. say, hypothetically, or like let's say he can't play anymore. He's not up to par. 
and then you have Rugani as your fourth, or you could get rid of him, and then you bring in another fourth, and uh, you go from there. Maybe. Look, uh, I, so I think it would be very stupid to sell him. Okay, uh, Napoli 2, Sassuolo 1. You were talking about watching Sassuolo. You've been on the Bolga hype train for a little while, and last week you brought to our attention this kid, Traore. Is it Hamed Traore? Hamed Junior Traore. Hamed Junior. Okay, HJ. Thank you. Yeah. Um, call, call him up, man. Robbie Mancho, what are you doing? I don't Call him up before he gets a chance to play for whichever other country he is eligible for. Whatever country he's eligible for. I'll check on that right now. Is it Guinea? I'll check right now. Guinea? Anyway, whatever. Kind of appropriate if he's from Guinea and he's Italian now too. He's like, oh, whoa, you fucking Guinea. What are you doing? Cote d'Ivoire. Cote d'Ivoire. Okay, I have no idea what I'm talking about, clearly. To be fair, Troy is one of those names. I think we were talking about a couple weeks ago. It's one of those African names. Call him up now. That whole region is just a bunch of Troy. He only has one U23 cap with the Ivory Coast national team. Call him up now. Or at, le- at least for U21, bro. Call him now. How old is he? 19? 19 years old. So, so His uh, brother's even younger. His brother's the 17-year-old on Atalanta. So he scored a goal today. Hamed did. Uh, on a beautiful pass from Locatelli. Yeah. Locatelli actually had a really good chance to score in this game, too. He, uh, I guess it's kind of nice to see him kind of finding his niche uh, starting week in, week out. Pretty much, yeah. more or less. He's, he's, still, he's still a little bit inconsistent, but he does show those moments of brilliance, like that ball that he put 21, in you know, four more years, bro, 25 years old. You never know what could happen. Who knows? Who knows? So, uh, yeah, but unfortunately, it wasn't enough for Sassuolo. Uh, tough break for them at home as Napoli came back really late. And uh, San Gennaro, San Gennaro finally getting... Uh, his first, uh, his first win at Napoli. I mean, it's only been at the, at the death in the ninety fourth minute. Two tries. Like, what, what would we have been saying if they tied Sassuolo one one at this point? And it's two games now where where uh, where Gattuso is just dropping points out the ass. Like, what would we what would we be saying? I know, I know, it didn't happen, but what would we be saying? We'd be saying that would he get sacked by the end of the year? We'd be we'd be saying we'd be saying that he just he's just not up to it and that he's not a tactical he's not a ta- he just doesn't have it tactically and he's just a, he's all about the green and the low hanging fruit yeah ex- exactly well I mean now we're gonna go for the low hanging fruit which is uh, that uh, you know it's a it's a great result for the team shows uh, shows a lot of grit shows a lot of uh, that's it shows a lot character. of uh, shows a lot of character shows heart shows uh, shows a good a good uh, a good good initiative to come back from uh, from that hardship so so good on them uh, Elmas getting the goal late on. Uh, I think so it was, his first, was this I, his first goal for the so club? So I, I think he directed it on net, but it was credited as an own goal to Obiang. That's the worst. Yeah. That's the worst. Because so what's, really that, what's that rule? It's when it's when the ball's not headed towards the net that it's considered an own goal if a guy knocks it into his own net, right? Okay. If 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 Elmas would like struck it straight and was going on frame and someone deflected it, it would have been his goal. But regardless. Anyway, look, uh, so a couple quick shots. So they actually beat Brescia in midweek too. So, I mean, uh, Sassuolo that is. So could have uh, could have gone into the break on a on a bit of a high here. This was of course after I think uh, in that game uh you you were you were buzzing because Traore scored in that one as well. Yeah. So he's got two, two, two on the, so he's got two on the bounce now. It's like uh it's like fuck it. If if anyone if anyone listening to this is is uh is involved in in uh, I don't know football operations in any any club any club at any level. I mean, what's Nick Gentiletti still doing here talking about talking about uh, talking about studying for his CPA and and uh, and talking about just talking about who the next who the next big thing is going to be. Just sign him up, bro. I mean, like me, somebody's got to ask the questions. Somebody's got to ask the questions, bro. I mean, uh, do you have any? To be fair, is this one of those moments when we're just kind of we're just kind of talking about all the good, but we kind of ignore some of the bad? Like, what are there any bad takes you've had? Yeah, you yeah. I'll, I can't I'll, I can't no, think of any. I could. Uh, when Calabria was playing really well last year, I said that if I said that like in two three years he could maybe get a spot in the national team. Milan, Milan like takes shouldn't count. That, Milan you're takes right. You're count. right. You're actually very right about Milan that takes shouldn't that's where count. The emotion takes no. over. Yeah, that's where that, as you were saying before, you got the two. You got the two sides. You got the, the animal, the the animal brain and no, the, and no, no, the no. intelligent you're, brain. You're just a pure, just a pure, just a pure, you're just a pure orangutan watching An, animal animal instincts just I, screaming I, at the TV. I could say that because you're white. You're just like an orangutan. No, no, no. Beating, beating your chest. Uh, that is me. No, no. So, um, uh, I am tr- I'm trying to think. I'm sure I have. Some. Okay, I'm just gonna go on record and say you've never had a bad take. There, there we go. So, uh, whoever, ne- who's who's the next who's the next big thing? Uh see, I can't just force them. It just has to come. It's got to be organic. It needs to be organic. I can okay. That's when they're gonna start getting bad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. That's when you're gonna start like putting up Alec Peppel as a 20 year old numbers on on on, uh, on your on your accumulators. That's it. Okay. So so uh, look, currently as the table stands. Juve and Inter are tied atop the table because Inter Speaking smashed up. Juve's results 
Uh, and I'd like to give a quick Hero of the Week shout-out to Sebastiano Esposito, who's 17 years old, scored a goal for Inted, and ran to the touchline and gave his mother a hug. Subtle flex. She had a little Louis I, Bro, that was the that first thing I saw. She was flexing the Louis, Louis V. That Louis V purse. She wanted to put it on the floor. She put it up top. That, no that, oh, that was the first thing I saw. Subtle flex. Yeah. I mean, uh, let's acknowledge it was a penalty. I, I believe Lukaku. I, I, so I actually wanted to give my hero of the week to Lukaku for the exact same reason. He was actually the designated penalty taker and he actually stepped down and and I think they were up 3-0 at that point. So the game was pretty much done. Or maybe it was two. I'm not sure. I believe uh, it was yeah, two. So, so, he so the fourth goal, right? Just, just, just a nice moment. Like any, so, any, Lukaku, any, any Lukaku stepped any, down. Lukaku stepped down and told him to take it. Which any, for any me, that's a hero tears, move. For right. me. Anytime there are tears on a football pitch, I mean, it's that's, that's hero status right there. You, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it, that, that's, that's what the game is all about, eh? Just, just that's like that's like a Hallmark commercial at Christmas type of thing, like. Ter- Hallmark yeah. Christmas movies are terrible. Can I also just pump my tires I, I, again I, I real agree, quick? I agree wholeheartedly. My girlfriend will come at you for saying that. <laughs> I think I think a lot of if we had a I bigger female budge. listenership, I will I not budge. I think if we had a bigger female listenership, I think I, I think we I think would just take our listenership would take a serious nosedive next week. Is this Hallmark Hallmark Christmas? Actually, funny funny uh, funny thing to Google this holiday mm-hmm. season. Uh, go, Google the Hallmark Christmas drinking game, and uh, you'll have fun with that. Can we play it right now Believe with the eggnog. Well, we have to watch a Christmas movie. Oh, okay. Oh, but no. I just want to pump my own tires again l- real quick. Uh, I believe I said that Lukaku was going to have like a really good season at the beginning of the year. I, I said Sometimes it. on that hard to take. Uh, well, he... I mean, Come on, bro. He scores, the, the, he scores the, for fun the, in England and he's coming to a Brit, slower the Brit, league. The Brits, He's a would, player. the Brits would make you to believe that Lukaku was a washed up Dominic, MLS player Dominic, leaving Dominic Man United. The, Dominic the donkey. You know? It, the Italian, you ever see the Italian I, I Christmas know. donkey video on YouTube? Yes, I have. <laughs> Lukaku, yeah. Lukaku just, just fumbling, fumbling. Fumbling up. Was See, by, by, was, I think it was by Lou Monty too. Was, don't, don't, don't. That, that's that's all the haters Dominic that are making vid- the donkey. And like, look, I'm I'm saying this as like an unbiased take. Like he plays for Inter. I fucking hate Inter, but I I know it wasn't that hard of a take to say he was gonna come and and do well. But you know, how many goals does he have right now? Uh, it's in the double digits. What is he on? Twelve goals. We'll, we'll confirm that. Maybe confirm that as I as I continue here. But you know, he's in the double digits right now. He's linking up well with uh, he's linking up well with Lautaro Martinez. We did not play this game, but. You know he's having a, a really good year, and I just wanted to tap myself on the pat myself on the back. There Lukaku's on twelve goals. There you go. Confirmed. Congrats, Nick. Uh, wait, hang on. I think did I get that right? I'm just gonna roll with that. Let's just roll with it. Yeah, twelve goals. <laughs> Ma- Maso Meno. Yeah, no, yeah. 12, 12, 12 goals. Okay, no, I'm right. Um, twelve in seventeen games. So uh, no, he's been a great addition. I mean, you would expect that kind of contribution from the most expensive signing in your club's history, but you know, you would yes. c- credit where it's due. Um, but look, so also in the top four currently. We've got Lazio, who we've kind of been tooting, tooting the horn up for a little while, and Roma, who uh, who won handily on the weekend, uh, four to one against Roma. Have won it was four the, of the last five games. Yeah, uh, good stuff. Uh, unfortunately for Vincenzo Montella, this is the game that probably, that probably, I mean, was was the was the was the dagger for him, and it came against his former club as a as a player. So too bad. Um, but the, 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 I mean, Fiorentina, as we were talking about before, they, they've really struggled in recent weeks. But Roma, uh, Roma have looked good. They've been, clicking, been scoring. They've been scoring. They've been scoring quite a few goals every time. Every time they have played, and I really like the way Lorenzo Pellegrini is playing. Oh, he's so, he, he's dictating the way that they play in midfield. Yeah. So, so I believe Paolo uh, Fonseca had said that he was like impressed with Pellegrini's intelligence. I think he said that in a press conference, or maybe it was a pre-match press conference or post-match. I don't know. He said that. Pellegrini is like one of the most intelligent players like for Roma on the pitch, which is great to see because we, we need we need one of those guys. We need a, an intelligent midfielder and in, creative, uh, good both ends of the field, kind of attacking. Maybe can play a little bit out of the central role. Lanky reminds me a lot of Marquisio because of all he's that. He's not that lanky though. He's kind of he's like six one. I think he's a, he's a skinny. He's a skinny guy. He doesn't have a ton of muscle on him. That's that fine. Skinny. He 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 makes not it work. Skinny. He reminds he reminds me of Marquisio. Uh, who I know who this week who this week by the way Nick sent me a tweet this week saying uh, Marquisio is of course it was. From an Inter fan account, basically saying uh, that uh, that U of fans are delusional because we used to think that he was a world class midfielder when he, when in reality he was a washed up, uh, a slightly improved Bertolacci. Yeah, it's fucking worth this fucking <laughs> crazy take. He was he was a top talent. Uh, I think I think and it was, I, it was I a think bit pe- of a troll. I think Pellegrini is almost on that level. Yeah, I was gonna say it's gonna be great because uh, as we've seen in the, within like the last calendar year in uh, Italy qualifiers, the the midfield three of uh, it's been Barella, Jorginho, and Verratti. It's gonna it, it, it'd be nice to have a little bit more of depth there. There, right? there is there is, so, there is there is depth we've seen. So Barella, so that's good. Barella, yeah, he's been doing well in the league. But I'm just saying like it'd be nice to you know have have maybe a couple more options, and and it's looking like Pellegrini could be. One of those. And to round out the top six, we've got Atalanta in fifth, who, as we mentioned, smoked Milan on the weekend. 
leaving Milan in the <clears throat> in the bottom half of the table officially in 11th place going into Christmas. Yeah. And Cagliari in 6th place just hanging on as they lost again this weekend uh, to Udinese 2-1. And want to get off the train. Uh so so that that's what I wanted to ask is would I would I be would I be would I be remiss if I if I wanted to stay on for a little while and say that this is just a little blip and they can they can still they can still do well long term. You could you could. The uh, Champions League looks a little bit tough now, man. I mean, it, but but it always has based on the roster they had. Right? I think that's pretty fair. Top six may not be that preposterous, but we're also not even a halfway point in the season, and I'm just kind of looking at what's in front of me and saying, yeah, it looks good. But uh, you know, Stefano Fofana, Seco Fofana. I just see Tali size his name. Seco Fofana, one of your favorite, uh, one of your favorite players FM from, players. Fo- yeah, from yeah. football manager, box to box, yeah, getting, the, getting the winning goal in this Beast. one. Uh, and Rod- Rodrigo de Paul, who has had a very big downturn in form this season, I think, has had a good couple of weeks. Uh, so, so uh, he, he looks like game. he looks like a January transfer window candidate for many teams. He so we'll we'll see where they where he goes on that front. Yeah, but uh, but look at you know, other kind of results that stood out to me, bro. Uh, Spal been struggling. They're still in the bottom. They're still in Shocker. the bo- still at the bottom of the table. They're still in the relegation zone. But they uh, they bounced back this weekend. And Andrea Petania, I want to give him a fucking big shout here because I think it's a great way to close out 2019. It was a year of Petania for me of kind of that, making that Piatek bet last year. He said on Instagram, Chi non cre- Instagram, Instagram. He said. Chi non crede resta. No, chi non crede rimane a casa. If you don't believe, stay home. What does he do? The big man. He comes up and he gets the game winner yesterday uh, to win two one. Uh, listen, man. I I I think everything he's touching is turning to gold. Currently, he scored. He scored in a couple of no, ga- couple of consecutive yeah. games on Instagram. He's uh, he's popping off. His business is doing well. He's chilling with Sveta Basta. He's uh, he's going to the hospital for the kids, bro. As uh, as we were as we were checking out on Instagram before, he's uh, he, he went. I don't know what, what hospital he went to in Milan, but it was uh, to, to be fair, he's not the first footballer to do this. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna run with the I'm gonna run with the narrative that he's uh, that he's uh, that he's a hero. And uh, yeah, man, two one, uh, Spal over Torino. Torino have kind of fallen off the map a little bit. They were, a, they were uh, they big were game, big win too, big win too, because I believe uh, I believe Torino scored them within the first five minutes. Yeah. So that, yeah. that's not that's never a great way to start. And they and Petania's winner came in the last. Yeah, he came toward, in the he came at the end of the game too. Yeah, so 80, 80 first. So that that, that that was big. Uh, just 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 great great uh, great to see, bro. I, I I and what one thing I wanted to point out was the uh, the the zone the, the zone commentator after the game. Uh, in in Italy, the the the, the, the Italia journalist kind of on the on the touchline goes, "What do you have to say about uh, you know? Uh, what do you have to say about rumors that uh, you know the January transfer window is coming up? Maybe rumors that you will go to go to Roma or Inter. These are rumors that I have not heard about at all. Okay, of the journalist just no, I, himself. I've or, heard no, I've heard the yeah. I've heard the so Inter ones. He and goes, the, the Inter ones actually make sense because Conte loves having a freaking big beast oh, target bro, man. All, so all I've ever heard about are rumors that he wants Giroud, Zeko. So I mean, he's kind of like a cheaper, poorer man's version of that, but a little bit younger." A little bit more durable, probably. So he, for that he, they, they need a Lukaku backup. They need a rotation player. For, I, I think it bro, makes that sense would be too. such mad. I don't think, would he go to Inter? That'd be such mad bro, disrespect. What do you, you, you think? He, he, he's, he's. You, I would you, be you, mad, you, you even think, though we let think, him go. I would be mad. Do you think he has that kind of moral compass that he wouldn't go back to Inter because he grew up in Milan? Are you nuts? Yeah. Come on, come on, bro. I don't think he's gonna do it. He's in the. Bo- <laughs> I would get mad. He's at the bottom of the table, bro. You shouldn't have let him go. I would get mad. He's at the bottom of the table. Of course, he's gonna go to Inter. If he, if well, he I, I, to, to be honest, I wouldn't. I wouldn't rather have him now, but I just don't want him to go to Inter. He would be a good addition, man. And I swear to God, I think he's. Yeah, on a good team, he could be. A, he, he scores be a, more consistently than Piatek. I swear to God, Piatek is well, just. Let's not. Let's not get started with that. Well, but but because you you may not be setting the bar too high. Well, maybe at the time I made that take last I year, I, I, time I set that take. Dead, I was so. I was setting the bar pretty high. He was the Capocannoniere last year at the time I made that take. I pronounced Piatek dead, and he's yet to resuscitate himself. So we'll leave it at maybe, that. Maybe uh, he can go to he can go north to Zinski. Uh, if you're a long time listener, you'll know you'll 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 get that reference. Maybe he can go to uh, our our Milan Airbnb in uh, in Milan from a few years. And ago. the mosquitoes can inject blood back and, into his yeah, veins and, and wake him and back up. You know he'll have a little he'll have a little he'll have a little uh, a little week a uh, little week away from uh, from society and closed and cha- chained to a bed in that in that apartment. Have a little run in with some mosquitoes and uh, Mario Zinski, whatever whatever it is they get up to in that Airbnb, and maybe uh, maybe maybe he'll come back a new man in the second uh, the second half of the season. But look, God willing. But just bro, Petania's answer unreal. He's like he's a classic. He gives a shrug. You know, he goes rumors that you go to Roma or uh, to Inter Ro- Inter or Roma, and he goes yeah. he gives a little shrug. And he goes, ah, listen, I'm, I'm still young. I, I got to improve. Uh, 
people are gonna talk. Oh, bro, yeah, just unreal, unreal. Good uh, answer. Uh, yeah, but this is just this is very satisfying for me, man. And bro, the guy lives in Milan. He's going there. If there is a real offer, he's gone. He's gone. I, I don't know that he. I don't know that he loves Spal that much that he's gonna. And he's gonna not put in a transfer request, or you know, what's that move on football manager when when a club comes in for your player and you refuse to negotiate and they get mad? Transfer listed by request, sir. Or or when uh, when when you try to buy a player, this is always the most satisfying cuck in football manager. You try to buy a player, they reject, they reject, and then the player comes out to the media and apparently there are reports that he's really upset. And then you know what you do to top that off? You, you declare you, interest publicly. You declare, bro, you declare interest publicly and you resubmit an offer lower than the initial one and they accept. That's Scum a huge move. Bro. Scum move. Nah, it I, works though. I'm on, okay, I'm on that train. Petania to Inter. Let's go. That would actually be really bittersweet for me though because then I would have to stop cheering for him. Oh, I did not even think Fuck. about that. Fuck, that'd be unreal. I'd have to start hating So, so maybe if he goes to Roma, it's a happy medium. Okay, let's go. Let's make uh, it happen. In other news, Balotelli scored. That's so, nice. Yeah, nice. That's good. Sign that's him it. up. Sign him up. That's it. Brescia didn't win, but he scored. That's okay. It. That's that's all we care about. That's the only yeah. thing we care about in Brescia right now. Him, we care about Balotelli. L- literally, literally, Tonali and Balotelli are the only yeah. two things that we care about in Brescia. Yeah. Literally, the rest of that city could just go up and flip. Like, I, I hope it doesn't happen, but it could just... Uh, that whole that whole club can go... Okay, let's take on something a little less sadistic around the holidays. That whole club can go bankrupt and belly up and, yeah, be, be shitty for the city. You know, Donnarumma is kind of a nice story. I kind of like him, but otherwise, bro, Tonali and Balotelli are the only two reasons I care about Brescia existing right now. I can't disagree with you. More there. power to him. Can't disagree with you there. Uh, do you have a hero or Stronzo that yeah, you would so like my, to yeah, get well, to? Yeah, well, my hero was Lukaku for letting uh, yes, for letting Esposito okay. take the penalty. Funny, we have a hero Very, from the same exact I know, play. I know, it's kind of funny. Okay, we so we agreed it was a nice moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So th- yeah, the reason why you know I like to give it to Lukaku is because he's the guy that takes the penalties. He could want to pad his stats all he wants. And he figured, no, let me get the 17-year-old kid his first goal right so, here. So my, uh, my stronzo was Vincenzo Montella. Do you have one that you want to get to before we wrap up here? I do not, sir. Oh, wow. I do not, sir. Oh, come on. It's the Christmas season. What are we calling people stronzi? Well, I mean, if, if you... Now you're backtracking. There are a lot of people. <laughs> okay, sure. Let, let's, let, let's end it on a lighter note. Merry Christmas to all our listeners. Uh, get at us on Instagram and on Twitter at Cultural Podcast. We can be found on Facebook at The Cultural Podcast if you're our no-no and you want to check out Facebook if you still use that uh, Facebook, that medium. Facebook. 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 Uh, does anyone actually post Facebook stories? The non are grinding messenger these days, too. Oh, yeah. Huh? Or, bro, my great aunts in Italy, bro, they're, they're posting Facebook stories oh, no, the worst of is, their grandchildren. The worst is that just they reshare the, the, religious, the, the religious memes. That's they're not classic. even memes. They're just like the prayers. No, nah, God know? bless my grandmother. She does that all the time. I love her dearly. Merry Christmas, Nonna. Merry uh, Christmas. Uh, yeah. Uh, twi- tw- Twitter, Twitter, Cultural Podcast. Where the fuck? What, what else is there? iTunes and SoundCloud at the Cultural Podcast. Get at us there. Give us a nice Christmas present and rate us five stars. Uh, so, listeners, once again, Merry Christmas to you all. Hope you all have a happy holiday, happy Hanukkah, the whole deal. And we'll see you next week. Till then. Ciao. Ciao. Se sento il vuoto tra la gente un idolo ma chiuso in stanza poi mi sento solo Yena, Waita, Mata, Faka, Fana, Kana, Lala, Lala Siamo leggendari, come da me non è 23 dicembre, palla partenope Mi servirebbe un The 19th hole, a full hour of everything golf, from your local course to the PGA, LPGA, and more, with interviews of club pros and the world's best professional and amateur golfers.